Welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast. My name is Carlos Alvarez, and I will be your host for the show. This is episode number 216, and I am excited to have serial entrepreneur and founder of FreeUp, Outsource School, and Ecom Balance back to the show, Nathan Hirsch. Nathan, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely, bro. Twice. Glad to have you on. Last time I had you on, I was, I, I definitely feel like a major rookie when it came to podcasting and was intimidated because you, you, you had a, uh, a, a long running show that you had just like batch recorded a bazillion episodes on. So I was like, okay, let's, let's, let's get this going. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did a, a long podcast tour during the days of free up. Now I'm, I'm a little bit more picky on which ones I got on, but definitely been on a lot of them. Hey, I, I appreciate it. Uh, you coming back regardless. So um, we could really pick from, and I was thinking of this when, when I knew I had the opportunity to, to have you back on the show. One of the things that I didn't even mention in the intro is you seem to be really, really good at social media, but we're not going to talk about social media today. Like you, you really know how to get the conversation going, um, on social media. And it's one of those things that I look to, whether you know it or not for like how to get, you know, how to, how to stir things up on my end with social media. But today we're going to talk about, um, uh, numbers specifically, you know, the books that make sense that to make, to make the numbers make sense or not in our businesses. Um, you, you started Ecom Balance, and it's a company that provides reliable bookkeeping for the ecom industry. So, I want to I want to I want to talk about that, and uh, it's a major struggle in my businesses. So, w- when was your first experience with books, and has their importance for you changed over time? Yeah, so my first experience with books was me running a pretty large Amazon dropshipping business out of my college dorm room, having no idea about QuickBooks, realizing I should probably pay taxes because I was running this business and getting these very thick credit card statements every single month that I would spend 10, 20, 30 hours a month manually typing it in. And that was actually the, the first task that I hired my business partner, Connor, for in college was to go through those credit card statements and manually add them to QuickBooks. And what would end up happening was, we would turn over a complete mess to my accountant. He would file taxes based on questionable books. And over time, I experimented hiring bookkeepers. And it was always the same thing. I would would dump it on them at the end of the quarter, the end of the year. And I think one of the, the best decisions we ever made is when we started free up, we hired a bookkeeper from day one before we were even profitable, just to get in a good monthly rhythm rhythm of hey, the month ends by the 15th of every month. We get income statement, balance sheet, cash flow, and make good decisions based on what the numbers are telling us instead of just waiting for the end of the year or waiting to the end of the month to, to input everything. And did that come from just both of you mutually hating? the process you had experienced to date or were you thinking at that time? Cause, cause you guys have were successful business people already at that point. Like, were you thinking, you know, exits a thing that happens in the future. And if this isn't done right, then like it, it hurts our chances or like why the change? Why, why not stick to manual? Yeah. I'm not sure that exit was, was on our mind. I know bookkeeping was the, the least favorite part of Connor and I running the Amazon business because we were doing it ourselves. And we also realized that we were flying by the seat of our pants, not actually making decisions on what the numbers are telling us. We were trying to see our Amazon sales and the money going into our bank account and, and trying to make decisions based on that. Should we hire more people? Should we focus on other products? Should we go on other marketplaces? And it was just chaos. We were just guessing by gut. And so when we started free up, it was 
first of all, we don't want to do bookkeeping. And second of all, we had ever all the bookkeeping that we did, we just had to pay to get redone later by someone who really knew what they were doing. And third, most importantly, we wanted to be able to make decisions on what the numbers were telling us every month. And those first few months were, were showing losses, but we could track our expenses. We could see, hey, hourly sales are going up more than fixed price sales. So maybe we should get more hourly freelancers. We could actually see what was going on in the business and make those decisions every single month. And there, there's some added benefits um, for, for having clean books, like tax season is less stressful because you already have everything ready to go. Uh, you can get funding, you can get investments if that's the wet route you want to go. Obviously, you can't sell a business without clean books. But to me, it really comes down to good monthly decisions every single month. And that's how you really scale a business. Amen to that. And, and I say that I think I speak for every entrepreneur out there, unless they were a CPA that then became an entrepreneur. Nobody likes doing the books. None. We get, we get hooked on the product selection and the digital marketing strategies. Like nobody gets super excited. and was like, I just can't wait to build this PNL. Let me start something so I can uh, create some books. I, I agree with you there. Yeah. So, so my overall mentality is that entrepreneurs should never be doing their own bookkeeping. Uh, first of all, it's just not a good use of their time. I mean, their time should be spent on marketing, sales, expansion, big decisions. And second of all, most bookkeeper or most entrepreneurs are not very good at bookkeeping and cleanup work costs way more than just getting it done right from day one. And even if you are a CPA or you are a bookkeeper, like you mentioned, it's still not a good use of your time. And the, I mean, you know, a lot of serial, serious entrepreneurs, big entrepreneurs, none of them are doing their own bookkeeping every single month. It's one of the first things we take off our plate, whether it was free up or outsource school or, or econ balance, our internal books there. It's the, the first thing we get going because we don't want to do it ourselves. We're not good at doing it ourselves. And we need to be able to make those decisions every single month. I, I couldn't agree more. What, why is it, do you think, and maybe it's not your experience, but this is what I see with, with my community. If, if a situation comes up in your business where somebody says, you know, you're going to need a bunch of photo editing. Most sellers don't run out and go learn Photoshop. They just hire someone. They, they hire someone to do the photo editing. When it comes to, they have a product on the way from China and they, you know, they know PPC is important. Most people immediately start looking for a professional to hire to do their PPC. Why is it, why is it with like bookkeeping and accounting, it, it doesn't happen. It's more complicated and it's more important, but instead there's this, I'll just download reports. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, why, why the resistance? Yeah, I, I think a, a lot of people just hate numbers, hate math, hate financials, but they don't want to actually get the, the income statement, the balance sheet and the cash flow. It's a lot easier to look at your Amazon sales and say, hey, I sold 30K this month. Let's make a decision based on that. Um, and, and I think the other side of it is, is we all kind of treat our businesses like our baby, our, our kid and, and letting someone else into the financials of the business is a little bit scary. You don't know what you're going to find. You don't know if you can trust that person, something along those lines of, of that trust factor. But it's something you just have to get over. And I like to joke that that I, I like to focus on the, the unsexy parts of, of businesses, which is hiring processes and bookkeeping. But it's the core of every business. Like you can be bad at Amazon PPC and still run a very profitable Amazon store. You could be bad at, at sourcing products and hire a company for that. But if you're bad at hiring, if you're bad at processes, if you're bad at financials or you don't understand financials, it is very difficult to scale a business without those core pieces. Absolutely. I, looking back, uh, just hearing you say that, it makes me think that I not look at my stuff in the very early days because I was scared 
to know the truth. I just saw a big number coming in and I was like, that means things are going good. Let's not, let's not rock the boat, but okay. Chicken in the egg dilemma. When should a business begin their books? You know, somebody's convinced someone to start a business. They get a website, they look for products. Do they get the books? Do they hire somebody or develop a bookkeeping process then, or do they wait until some magical date in the future when there's enough money? So I recommend hiring a bookkeeper from day one. So Econ Balance, for example, our monthly minimum is $250 a month. Maybe that's too high for you. Maybe you can find a different bookkeeper to start. You can always upgrade bookkeepers. But the the way that I kind of approach it is you you need a CPA. You need a tax person. That should be something that you get right away. Um, And someone who they're just focused on taxes. I've always had uh, a different CPA than I have a bookkeeper because the CPAs usually aren't set up to do monthly bookkeeping consistently. And even if they are, they're doing it in a way to file taxes, which doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. It could be correct from a number standpoint, but it's not going to show you what you need to see every month in order to make decisions. They also have busy parts of their year during tax season, during certain deadlines. So it becomes very hard for them to have a consistent monthly service where the month ends and you get the books by the 15th. And you obviously need to pay taxes. You don't want to be scrambling at the last minute to find someone to file your taxes get that CPA first, and then focus on who is doing the monthly books each month. It's not me. It needs to be someone who has bookkeeping experience. If it's if you're running an e-commerce business, which I'm assuming people listening are, they need to have e-commerce experience and be a bookkeeper. Don't go out and hire someone who's never worked with an e-commerce client before. But that should be the two things that you get set up in place whenever you start a new business. Sure. And what, what exactly does like, uh, which I recommend people do, someone's deciding to start their business. They haven't even got those first sales in yet, right? But the inventory is on the way. What What is it that Ecom Balance does for that 250 a month investment that somebody's making pre, you know, engine really firing on all cylinders? Right. And that's the minimum. We have clients who charge 1500 bucks a month that, that are much bigger, but the, the whole core service is monthly bookkeeping. We charge you on the first of the month, by the 15th, you get income statement, balance sheet, and cash flow in a way that you can understand. We're very good at chart of accounts. And we can help with any cleanup or catch-up work to get you to the point where we can do monthly books. If you use us for monthly books, you can always add on services like payroll and sales tax and paying vendors. But our core service is that monthly bookkeeping. And we don't do any tax. We might add that later, but we work directly with your CPA, your tax person. If anyone listening wants my personal referral, my CPA that I've worked with for 10 years who helped us sell free up and I don't get referral money, happy to introduce you to him. Just reach out to me, but we'll handle the bookkeeping portion of it. And what you as an entrepreneur should have is on your calendar around the 15th of every month, there should be a meeting and it's reoccurring every single month. You do not skip that meeting for any reason. Your your husband, your wife, your business partner, your team leaders, whoever it makes sense to have in that meeting, And it's a finance meeting. It's where you go through the income statement, the balance sheet, the cash flow together, and you look for trends. You compare it for this month to the previous month, this month, the same month last year, assuming you've been in business for for longer than a year. And that's how you learn and understand the numbers of your business. And you understand your slow time and your margin and what direction things are going. And that's where you make decisions. And if you go to econbalance.com, you can grab our finance meeting agenda, which we've been running for six plus years. So when you hire a bookkeeper, the goal is they provide you those reports before your finance meeting so that you can have the finance meeting and make decisions every single month. And that just goes on repeat until the end of the year where you turn over your books that are already caught up to your CPA who can file the taxes. For, for a solopreneur, 
starting this business, you, you, you of all people know how lonely this can be. Like, what does that meeting look like? Uh, like you're, you, do you, how do you recommend handling that if you're just wearing all the hats? Yeah, you, you got to go through it yourself. I mean, you can pull your bookkeeper involved. You can ha- maybe have your CPA involved once a quarter. It's always good to bring someone in. Maybe you have a mentor or you find a mentor to go through it with you the first time. But as an entrepreneur, you don't need to know the ins and outs of QuickBooks. I think it's crazy when entrepreneurs buy a QuickBook course and, and try to learn it themselves. But you still need to know how to read an income statement, a balance sheet, and a cash flow. And that's a good life skill. Not only does it help you with your own business, it helps you if you invest in other businesses. I know you're a part of a lot of businesses. It also helps if you want to get into the stock market and invest your personal money, but learn how to read those reports. And the way that you learn is by looking at them every single month. If you're going through top to bottom, income statement, balance sheet, cash flow, you might not need to know every single line and every single technicality, but you'll start to see what's important. And, and what those trends are. Is your profit margin going up? Is your expenses or your payroll going up faster than sales? Are you s- selling in different marketplaces, but one marketplace is, is much more profitable? Or you have five products, but only three of them are making money. These are things that you'll be able to see when you're going through these reports. And if it's on your calendar every single month, you're going to get better at it and better at it and better at it and learn your numbers and know what to look out for and know how to plan ahead. So that's where you should focus on. And Yes, it can be lonely to go through it, but you can pull in people as needed to help you go through it. So build a habit around doing this. You, you touched on this a second ago, but for, for anyone that I didn't know it when I first heard it, um, what, what, what happens when somebody comes to Ecom Balance and the, the books are just a disaster? They've tried a bunch of things or didn't. They're 10 months in. Like, how does that work? Is it too late? It's not too late. Uh, we offer catch up and clean up services. It is. It does take a little bit of time. It's not like we're going to do it in a week or anything like that. Usually there are 30 to 90 days. We have had people that haven't paid taxes in three years and it's a 200 day project, but the, you want to pay to get your books caught up. No one likes paying a, a good chunk of a thousand dollars fixed price, but you bookkeeping is one of those things that if you just keep delaying, keep delaying, keep delaying, it's going to bite you in the butt at some point. It, it, it always feels better to just get the books cleaned up, get to a spot where it's caught up and you're doing monthly books and we can help you do that. Um, A lot depends when the last time you filed your taxes is. If you filed your taxes already for 2021, then it's a decision for you. Do you want, or your CPA, do you want us to to reopen those taxes and go back? Or do you just want us to do January going forward? If you just haven't done anything for two years, we just can't start on this month and go forward. We have to catch you up, clean you up and then get to that monthly place. But we can definitely help you do that. And that's why it's always better to start from day one, because you're going to have to go back anyway, if you're just neglecting it. You know, when I first started, I had personal debit cards, personal credit cards, a secured business card, a wife that had a credit card under her name. And I just used, it was just pure survival mode and make this work in a perfect world. I know there's just like this one business credit card and there's one business account. Um, I learned that over the years, why that's a bad thing. I think it was like piercing the veil and like all this stuff. What is, is there like a consulting or education component that comes along to where somebody from e-commerce, e-com balance sees um, that this is going on with someone that they kind of say like, Hey, look, like you got to be careful with this because of blank. 
Yeah, absolutely. So th- there's there's kind of two separate things. There's the the whole legal and protection thing, and then there's what makes it the easiest every single month, not only for your bookkeepers, which is important, but also for you because you, in our in the perfect world, we get view only access to your accounts, your your marketplaces, and we can pull all the data without coming to you every month and having you download statements and send them to us. So from the legal side, we won't work with any business that's intermingling personal and business. Now, if you've been doing it up to an appointment and then you agree to stop, we'll, we'll charge you to clean it all up, which can get expensive. But as long as from this point forward, you're not intermingling, we're good with that. If you're consistently putting your groceries on your business card, we're just not going to work with you because that, that threatens us legally and it's not good for you either. Um, you mentioned it pierces a corporate veil, which means if you ever get sued, the, the government can essentially say, you're not treating this like a business. There's no separation between your, your personal and your business. Um, and it doesn't, you're not going to file accurate taxes doing that. So at the bare minimum, you need to have separate business stuff, business credit card, checking account, savings account that is never used for personal and personal accounts that are never used for business. But it, it also makes sense to use banks that allow view-only access to your bookkeeper. So for example, like Capital One, not a great one. They don't allow view-only access, which I find crazy. Um, Amex is another one that bookkeepers have to add their social security number to get access. Again, not ideal. But if you use banks like Bank of America or Mercury, which is very focused on e-commerce, it's very easy for a bookkeeper to get access. And the beauty of that is every single month, we can just pull the data, look at the statements. It's connected to QuickBooks and we don't have to come after you if for statements. If you use Capital One, then every single month you need to download a statement and send it to your bookkeeper, which just adds more work for everyone. In the perfect world, bookkeeping is very hands-off outside of maybe you made some random 10,000 transaction that you've never done before and we just have to ask you what it is and, and you quickly tell us and, and it's pretty simple. But the, the goal is to make it as easy as possible for your bookkeeping team, which makes it easy for you too. And my last point there, and this is for any of you profit first people out there, um, I'm not a believer in profit first. I know people swear by it and it really helps their business. To me, it's insane to have eight different bank accounts for my business and just be constantly sending money around. But if you're someone that struggles to save money for taxes or struggles to pay yourself, I do see the added value there. Just keep in mind, simpler is better. If you if you have the fewer bank accounts, fewer credit cards, and can still run your business, obviously, if to run your business, you need three credit cards, there's no way around it, go for it. But simpler is better, both from the bookkeeping side and the cost, but also for your own time. Yeah, I'm glad you said that about uh, profit first. I've never been able to get that to work. I tried it for a while, then I looked at it, and I was like, this is just insane. Like, <laughs> There's no way this, 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 this can happen. But um. Uh, tools. You mentioned some tools. You mentioned QuickBooks. What, what what tools should somebody expect to be getting a subscription to or added cost uh, working with Ecom Balance? Yeah. So the two bookkeeping tools that, that we're compatible with are QuickBooks Online and Zero. So we won't use QuickBooks Desktop. We won't use like Wave Accounting, which is free. It's free for a reason. You really, even if you don't use us, I strongly recommend QuickBooks Online and Zero are your only two options. Pick one or the other. Everyone has their own preference on on which one they like more. For us, it really comes down to our current bookkeepers have more experience with QuickBooks Online, which is why we prefer that. But if you're already on zero, we're not going to make you transfer everything over to QuickBooks because that's a little crazy and and it's a big project. Um, So QuickBooks Online or zero, pick one of them. Usually we recommend essentials or higher on QuickBooks Online. Um, And if you are using QuickBooks Desktop, you can just reach out to Intuit and they'll they'll help migrate you over that. That's pretty simple. So that's the bare 
bare minimum there. And if you're an e-commerce seller, you need something to connect the marketplaces to QuickBooks or Xero. It blows my mind that Amazon still hasn't figured out a great way to connect Amazon and their reports to QuickBooks and Zero, but that's just the way it is. And I can't control that. We spent the first 90 days of Ecom Balance testing out a lot of different softwares. And we, we obviously needed them to work and give us accurate numbers. We needed as few bugs as possible. So we didn't have to go back and forth with support. And we needed it to work with multiple marketplaces because if we used a tool that only worked with Amazon and we're working with Walmart sellers and we have to do Walmart manually, that's not great either. And through our testing, we found A2X to be the most accurate, the least amount of bugs working with the most marketplaces. So that's what we use. We include it in our pricing. We have a partnership with them. There are some other tools that, that people swear by like Connect Books and Link My Books. You can use those, but bottom line, you should be using QuickBooks or Xero and one of the connecting tools to connect from your marketplaces to QuickBooks or Xero. Don't make the mistake. And this is what a lot of non-e-commerce bookkeeping services will do. The net that goes into your bank account is not the top line on your income statement. There's Amazon sales, there's Amazon fees and returns, and all that needs to be pulled in and reconciled correctly. And you really need that third-party tool. Sweet. So you're looking at QuickBooks or Zero and a connecting tool. So two two softwares, um, right? Pretty pretty affordable, and you have the relationship with A2X, so no additional cost for no additional investment for anybody wanting to use Ecom Balance. Am I saying that right? Yep. And you pay for your own QuickBooks online account. My advice is always own your own books. Don't work with a service where they're the owner of your QuickBooks account. There's a lot of horror stories that come along with that. So that's why QuickBooks online you pay for, A2X is included in our price. Um, and it just makes it simple across the board. What? I'm not trying to say sell it, but trying to wrap this up so it's digestible too, too much bookkeeping just overwhelms everyone and they leave with nothing, right? Something, something actionable. Why, what really sets you guys apart? Like what sets Ecom Balance apart? Why should somebody listen to this and reach out to you and start working with Ecom Balance? Yeah. So, I mean, I know that most people hate bookkeeping, but I also know how important financials are for uh, an entrepreneur. And we try to take the side that, hey, Connor, my partner and I, we're entrepreneurs first. We're e-commerce sellers first. We're not bookkeepers first. We're, we're good at hiring bookkeepers. We're good at systems and processes and putting things in a way that people can understand. But that's our goal is we want to take bookkeeping off your plate so it's not a hassle while still providing you reports that you can actually understand and make decisions on every single month. And I already mentioned the added bonuses, but the core is those great decisions. If you can look at reports and understand what's going on in your business and make decisions based on real numbers and trends, that's how you grow and scale a business. And our goal is to help you do that while taking the bookkeeping piece off your plate. I love it. Best, best way for somebody to, to, to get a hold of you and anybody listening to this, I, I highly recommend you go to ecombalance.com and get a, get a custom pricing quote and at least, at least take it from there. Um, how can somebody reach you, Nathan? Yeah. So connect with me on social media, Nathan Hirsch on any channel. You can go to econbalance.com, create an account, fill out our pricing quote form and mention this podcast to get two free months of bookkeeping. So trying to hook your audience up there. And you can also grab our finance meeting agenda if you just want to start integrating that into your, your monthly meetings, which I strongly recommend. It'll be a game changer for you at the, the bare minimum. Yeah. I'm personally going to go get that. I'm just really curious what that looks like. I, I think my the meetings that we have, um, I really don't know how they're run. So I want to jump in there and, and, and get some organization to them. Nathan, you mentioned this before on the show, long, long time ago, pre-COVID days, I think. Um, what is your favorite book and why? Curious if it's changed. 
Yeah. So Tools of Titan is my favorite book. I think it's right behind me on the, the left somewhere. Um, I For me, it's just a lot of really smart, really successful people and success is defined in different ways. Some people it's wealth, some people it's health, some people it's creating um, other projects, but it, it's kind of the, the the top tidbits, the top nuggets that are easy, easily digestible. And every once in a while, I'll just open that book, flip to a random page and read the two to three pages from a, an interview that Tim Ferriss did and and learn something that, that hopefully I can apply. And kind of circling this all the way back to, to the beginning um, where you mentioned social media and I'm not going to give any social media tips outside of consistency is king. And, and that's for social media. That's for business. That's for uh, lead generation and cold outreach. The goal is not to be perfect and to come up with the best post of all time. The goal is to consistently post on social media and learn from the experiences, from people's reactions, from people's comments and try new things, but be consistent every single morning. Or if you're trying to be on social media, write up a post and post it. And sometimes you might get no one. Sometimes you'll get a lot of people to respond, but I've just been consistently doing it for long enough where it stands out. And, and to me, consistently consistency over everything. You're the man. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. I hope listeners jump over to Econ Balance and, and get things rolling there with their books, especially if they don't have any solid systems in place. But, uh, also jump over there if you just want to improve things and scale it to the next level. Nathan, thank you so much for being back on the show. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Talk to everybody next week.